this is Jimmy and Annette. We are super excited to be with you on this Monday as we are living up in a down world. Oh, and by the way, Mr. Chevy is with us as well today. What's he doing today? Well, he's just sleeping. But you know what? This is episode 23. Can you believe it? 23. 23. That doesn't even make sense. 23 weeks. We That's have been doing this crazy. Podcast. I feel like we literally just started doing this. Unbelievable. It's so bizarre. But I'm happy about it. I'm excited. But and this morning we're sitting there going, okay, wow. what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk oh about? Oh my gosh. And then I called an audible. You did. Thank you. And that makes me, you have no idea. Miss, Mrs. Rule Follower, Mrs. Linear Thinker. I'm Mr. Random right. Abstract. But you called an audible. I'm so proud keep, of you. I keep doing that, you know. And whatever you do with that, I'm happy with it. The fact that you actually <laughs> called an audible. Well, Makes because happy. we were going to go one direction, and I felt in my spirit we needed to go in a different direction. Love that. Love that. Yeah, I was all geared up to do something different, and then you went, you know, it's, it's like that Stop. record sound. It's like, oh, no, no, and, we're going to do you, something too different. Too bad you don't have any sound effects like that. Okay, you have I know, something. It's an yeah, alarm. yeah, that but is. What, it, what I'm saying is that it's like, whoa, okay, stop the presses. Annette is going audible. I love that. Called an audible. So, first of all, let me just say, I'm so proud of you and Tina. Tina Curry, you guys conquering the hills, uh, what, two days a week? Two days a week. But you walk uh, also on a Wednesday. But right? I walk Wednesday and so maybe you're Thursday, to, you're, you're doing Friday with someone else. Four miles. Wednesday, Thursday. Four miles. And listen, to our listeners, I just want you to know, first of all, welcome to the podcast. We're thrilled that you're here. We're here to help you live up in a down world and, in, and engage life instead of letting life engage you. Right. And so part of engaging life means sometimes tackling things that are, seem impossible or beyond you. And you two getting up and walking these hills. Well, and you know, we've been doing this right for now. a couple of weeks. And this today, I think we were talking so much, which we do talk a lot, <laughs> but it wasn't that really? hard today for some reason. And I think it was because... The weather was, it was a little cooler because we had some rain last night. It was like 100 degrees yesterday, humidity like way over 50%. Oh, so it's like Feels brutal. like 110. Exactly. Yeah. And yet we had this beautiful rainstorm come through last evening. Yes. I actually sat out on the back porch, had a little drink for myself, just a little enjoyment, adult beverage stuff, just sitting and enjoying the rain and had a massive, Wonderful prayer time with my Heavenly Father sitting out watching the rain fall. While I was cooking your Father's Day dinner. Which I so appreciate. It was amazing. Thank it you. It wasn't amazing. You think it wasn't? I'm just so thrilled. No, I made a it. roast and it was too tough. Eh. And all the meats, all the beef I've made recently have been so tough that I'm kind of done with beef so for a little while. Let me ask while. you a question. Do I care? No, you don't, because you, you would up. eat. If I gave you a sandwich with butter on it, you would say, oh, thank you. You're the most amazing wife. I've so said this before. I grew up a latchkey kid, oldest in the family, so I grew up on Tony's Pizzas, SpaghettiOs, and Campbell's Chicken Noodle Soup. And we don't buy any of that. Well, we do no, buy actually, Chicken Noodle like Soup, that. but I don't buy any of the other stuff. <laughs> I really tried to make you a beautiful... Tony's pizza. I actually had planned to put the roast in the crock pot yesterday right. morning, so that when we got home from church, or the night before, when we get home from church, it's perfect. Totally spaced it. We were driving to church. You said, oh, oh no. no. I, I forgot, forgot to put the roast on. I'm like, I don't care. So we put it on 
while we were making our so sandwiches Father's for Day Father's Day, for ham, <laughs> ham and, and cheese, cheese sandwiches. Woo-hoo. But then I made this nice dinner, and I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I did not enjoy you it. You have to understand, I'm so grateful for everything. I, I live a know. grateful life. That doesn't bother me at all. And you know, our daughter got sick, so she couldn't even come over and celebrate Father's Day. That was a bummer. She didn't her. even tell you Happy Father's I Day, know, but I'm she like, did hey, write a post too. on oh, Instagram yeah, and Facebook. Post. Very beautiful. That very is typical wonderful. of faith. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's true. That's but, true. Face to face to face, face to face, she's a little <laughs> flat. But yeah. man, you know, with the keyboard, she's amazing. Yes. So. Well, let's get it back to the walk. Me. So I want to talk back about the walk. So I was walking with Tina this morning, and she said something that hit me so hard because it really helped me see the value she has in my life and her own values, that her strengths that are so amazing that it caused me to, when I was listening to a, a, a message today while I was at the gym, it just, it all came together. I was like, Lord, you're so good how you put things together. So for context sake, yes, sorry to interrupt, no. just context as I'm thinking about what listeners are, they're just hearing that you went on a walk, but you know, we, on, on Mondays, we practice Sabbath. This is right. A, relatively new thing in our lives that we we made a hard decision on kind of coming out of covid exactly that we're going to take mondays and sabbath and which is biblical and it's actually a command of scripture yes and so it's all about rest but doing things that you enjoy but walking i don't really enjoy it doesn't bring you a lot of joy no kind of does but it brings benefits and so what it does is it clears my head it's 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 to me it's as good as going to a therapist now some people need a therapist. That's fine. I, to me, walking or any kind of exercise that I do is is very much right. therapy for me. But anyway, we're walking today, and she was telling me, and I'm not going to say the organization, but that she she has a lot of expenses coming up this this month, and she shared that one of the expenses was a pledge that she made to an organization, and she's not real happy with this organization because. They've kind of gone woke, mm-hmm. but she, the, her and Adam made this pledge, I, I think about a year ago, yeah. to this organization, and this month she needs to honor that pledge. And I made a comment to her. I said, but, but they're going against your principles, basically. And she said, yeah, but I made a pledge. And I wow. thought, wow. I love that. Okay, how many people would, they would just stop. They would just stop their giving, or they would... But they don't honor their word. And that told me a lot about Adam and, and Tina, that even though that particular organization went woke, they're going to honor their pledge. Maybe they won't continue their pledge, but they're going to honor it because they made a commitment. Yeah. Whoa, that that's a new a concept in this world. It says a lot about character. Yes. That is. And character yes. is what matters at the end of the day. It is. I mean, it really got me thinking, and I, I thought, wow, how how many people say I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sign a commitment, I'm gonna sign a covenant, I'm gonna, but they don't stick with it because they don't they don't have that in them. This is a principle and a truth that Tina and Adam have embraced. It's it's an honor thing too. They're they're honoring their word, but they're honoring the people that they gave their word to. Yes, which is Power, huge. Powerful. So then I, I listened to this message today, and while there was were a working out while we're working out. What'd we you left do today, by the way. I know I worked out four miles. I walked four miles. Then I went, got in the pool, 
to cool, cool off, off because I was burning up. I mean, I'm sweating. I'm and pouring. We drive to the we gym. drive to the gym and I do uh, biceps and triceps. Yes, girl, you're a rock star. Well, I know I'm trying, and I'm I'm. Remind me of uh, what's that girl that was in Terminator Two? Oh my gosh, if I could only look like that. Was that she was ripped? Yeah, that's I don't remember her name. Oh well, thank you. That's those so sweet. Arms, but that's traps. You're you must have you don't have your glasses on or something. No, literally, I'm seeing your arms well, right I'm, now. I'm working out hard. I'm I'm really Go really because I'm not everybody wants to do weights like that. Right. But I've since I was 29, I started working out with weight. It's so not I enjoy even about it. our bodies as much as about our headspace. Again, That's, it's therapy. So I have lots of therapy. I always care. have lots of therapy before we have our podcast. So in my so. journal, I wrote down temple care. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what, what it is. Did. So I'm sorry yes. to interrupt. I just no, was proud but of No, that's you. okay. But Very there was a scripture that this gentleman used that went off on me. And then I came home and I said, you've got to, let, let's dive into this scripture and it's Jude one one, and go ahead. I'll let you read it. I'll read the scripture because as you were sharing this with me, I, you were so lit up. Oh my goodness! Over this, over this amazing message. And yes. I, and anytime I see you like that, I'm like, okay, Take Holy note. Spirit, saying, Take note. pay attention. Yes, <laughs> pay attention. And so um, Jude one one says this, and Jude's just one, it's just one chapter. It's it's not like. Eight chapters, right? Or it's, it's one it's an chapter. Odd book because it is one chapter. Jude one one. It's Jude, Jude one. one. I mean, yeah. literally. And so, listen to this scripture. It says, "Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been." There's three things that are listed. In other there. words, this is a, a a letter to them, but saying everybody that's been. Yeah. To those who have been. So to everybody. Yes. Listen to what it says. This is amazing. To those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father, and kept by Jesus Christ. Okay, so what are those that three went pieces? off. Three pieces. Called, loved, kept. I mean, when Beautiful. I read that, it was like, Beautiful. wait a minute. I'm called, I'm loved, and I'm kept? Yeah. What? So I mean, you shared with me a yes. clip from the message as I was listening yes. to uh, Coach Mullins. He was a football coach, football player, football coach. Now he's yes. a pastor of a massive church. His name's Coach Mullins, or call him Coach Mullins. He's in Florida. And he was preaching for Pastor Robert Morris at yes. Gateway because Pastor Robert take, is taking two months off to do part vacation, part study break to prep for the next year. And so when you shared this with me and he told a beautiful story about his daughter having to have a major surgery during COVID. Do you, can yes. You oh yeah. Story? In 2020, Powerful. she had to have a major surgery. And back then, um, they were I in think Florida. they were in Florida and most of the country, um, was in shutdown mode, um, or all of the country was in shutdown mode and Let's hospitals, call it what it is yes, lockdown. Yes. Lockdown and hospitals wouldn't even allow, family members to come in while a person was having surgery, which Unbelievable. is, it, can you imagine a child needing surgery and their, their parents can't even be with Don't them? Don't get me started on that. I Just know. listen to no agenda. For I know, all. I know exactly. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm sure she's uh, an older adult, but still she called her parents and she was like, or the day before the surgery and said, I'm scared. I'm really scared. And he she she talked to her mom and her mom went and got her 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 husband which is her dad and said our daughter needs you right now our daughter needs you can you talk to her and he got on the phone and he said i, I want you to remember three things you are called 
You are loved and you are kept. He said, I taught you this from a child. From a child. You have, I have instilled this in you mm-hmm. as a child. And she wrote it down on the, on the inside on of her, her hand, hand before, she went, into before she went into surgery. And then she showed it to every doctor, every, every surgeon, every nurse, the anesthesiologist, and explained to them the story of her dad sharing that and how he had instilled that truth from the Bible, Jude 1, 1, her whole life. Oh, that totally went off on me. I love what one of the nurses said. That is so powerful. I'm going to have that tattoo. I'm going to get a tattoo. And the nurse said, I don't even believe in tattoos, but I think I want a tattoo tattoo of that. Called, loved, and kept Kept. by God. So I I came home. I was like, Jimmy, you've got to listen to this. You've got to... This is your Sunday message. Not, not that you plagiarize, no, no, but no. when you hear just the scripture preaches the scripture itself. that just goes off on you, you got into what you did. You actually started studying that scripture and I you went it. into the Auto, Greek. I went into autopilot at that oh, point. Oh my gosh. You actually took it to a new place than he did, but th- which is good. This is right. what we do. There's nothing new under I'm the preaching sun. Preaching from the scripture, not from yes. the message. And oh, that's my what gosh. we do. We, we learn from one another. Yes. And it so went off in me, just like you said, it went off like a bomb, you know. So what does called mean? This is what, when you read so, this to me, yeah. that went off in me again. So I did a little Greek word study. It, you may or may not know this if you're, if you're a listener, but the, the New Testament was written in, 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 in Aramaic. It was also, in Aramaic was one of the languages, but not as much. But the Greek, Greek. language was the language of the world at yes. the time. And so that's the common language to everyone, whether, you know, no matter where you're from, most everyone spoke Greek, kind of like English is today, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You can catch people who know English all around the world. Very similar. So Greek was the, was the language of culture. And, and Hebrew, obviously, uh, for the Israelites, but yet they also spoke Greek. So they knew these languages, three languages at least, that was common to them. So in the Koine Greek, Koine is a Koine Greek is a, is a, what's considered an ancient language. So a modern person who speaks Greek from Greece wouldn't speak in Koine Greek, but they're still very similar. It's kind of like us speaking Elizabethan English and uh-huh. speaking West Texan. Right. <laughs> so right. West Texan is far removed from Elizabethan exactly. English, but you'd still understand it, right? right? Right. Even though you'd say, oh my gosh, that's so proper. I don't speak like that. I say y'all and them and fixing to. <laughs> so Which you guys. doesn't make sense. And then if you're from the North, it's you guys. Fixing to doesn't even. I know, use guys and yeah. all that. So we have all these aberrations. of So it's the same thing. So in the original Greek language that scripture is written in, here's what the word means, the word called. It means divinely selected and appointed. That wow. literally, divinely. you might as well have put a firecracker on my head. I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but literally, image, not I was like, what? Okay. When we say we're called, so a lot of times we'll say, we'll, we're called to preach at this church or we're called to pastor this church, but we're called as Children of God. God called us into his family. That means divinely selected and appointed. Isn't that beautiful? That is the most it's beautiful so way and to And what it does extend. for me is how it speaks to me is yes. it elevates me yes. to say, if God has called me himself, yes. has called me and selected me, yes. chose me, we're chosen. Scripture even says we're a chosen generation. Yes. We're chosen if I've been chosen by God, appointed and selected, 
that elevates my life to say, I don't want to live a normal life. Right. I don't want to be like We've everybody else. Live above the fray, the the norm. We 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 have to be separated from the world. We have to be. So if you're new to the podcast and you're listening, you're going, man, I, I've, you know, I have some Christianity in my background, but I've, you know, I haven't really pursued that. I want to welcome you to this because this is for you too. Or maybe you're new. Maybe and and you maybe you've never even stepped over the line to to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord, as the Savior of your life. You're welcome here, and I want you to listen to our hearts in this because I wasn't raised in church and, and wasn't raised in a Christian family, so it wasn't until I was at the very end of my high school years and out of high school that I actually stepped into this. So this was new to me at one point, too, but these are the kinds of things I needed to hear because of what they did. They inspired me yes. to, to live up to this. But even if you've been in church all your life, you cannot know what the Scripture says oh or goodness. means. I mean, I, I was people like that every day. I started going to church, at, you know, at 10 years of age. My mom didn't go to church till I was in junior high. And I didn't I don't think I heard either. I heard some of this and it wasn't revelation. Right. And now it's revelation. I mean, wow. it becomes the older you get, the more. So, the every the New Testament, the Bible is revealed. It's called say, revelation. You need to define what revelation yes, it is. means it's kind of a churchy term. Yes, and and it means to revealed. pull back or revealed yeah, to and peel back. Peel yes, and so to me, it's like just that word called man. man just called by God divinely. Because you know, when I think of called, chosen. I think of my dad calling me out on something, or my dad calling me for dinner. You know what? Something like that. Oh, this I is, can hear my mom calling yes. my brother and I. We could hear her voice through from the other end of the oh, United yeah. Supermarket. We all can because we know her. We're on the other, you know, yes. we're, we're on aisle 14. She's on aisle one. She could call our name and we would hear it above yes. all the chatter and yes. noise and static of the store. Yeah. But we're selected and appointed Chosen. divinely by God. Man. To me, this is an identity scripture totally total identity scripture and knowing who you are when we can get a hold of that we're God's masterpiece we're his workmanship he knew us before we were create before we were born he created us we are called of Jude 1 1 you better preach oh my goodness <laughs> it just I don't know why I think because well a lot of the things he said when he was preaching that message today, he was talking about how when you have truth instilled into you mm-hmm. in, in your life, in your lifetime, your childhood, you have truth, you have Bible principles instilled, they should come out. When you get called to or uh, called out by your peers or whatever to do something. Or that invited into something that you know is not Is good. not a godly um, as, you know. Thing in your life, you've got a choice to make. It violates your values yes. or your principles. You have a choice, so you choose either to 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 fall into peer pressure and go against the principles and truth of your life, or you say no. You know what? Yeah. I, I and you don't have to explain to anybody. Yeah. yeah. I, to me, you don't have to explain. You just 
back away from it, Can walk I share away the from story it. That, that, oh, that, the that story coach, was the coach shared. Yes, so Coach share Mullins that. shared this great story. So listen up, because some of you will relate to this. Cause I did because I sometimes I was on both ends of this as a kid. I was so too. I, I was a, the wild child in high school. Had a fast car and all that stuff. So it kind of it lent itself to getting in trouble. And so, uh, so Coach Mullins, they used to hang out at a drive-in, typical, you know, drive-in, you know, come up, get eat, get your drive food. Drive through. Yeah, yeah like, give your food. They come out on Like a sk- Sonic or something oh, is yeah. what we I was picturing. Yeah, Holly's Burgers. In, in, yeah, and I was thinking out, about that for you. They come out and wait on you, and they still do that, actually, which is really cool. And the kids have a drag yeah, that they oh, yeah, you drive around drive downtown, around. get yes. in trouble, and listen to a lot of rock and roll, and look for girls. And usually that, so. drink. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but yeah, yeah, party, party, yeah, party, party. So that was that was the culture I grew up in, and so, uh, but but Coach Mullins tells a story about you know he he was invited by his friends, and they said, hey, w- w- go with us, we're going to go do something, and and when he walked up to the car at the drive-in, they all had they were all drinking at the time in their and he car, knew it- and he he knew it violated the principle of his heart and what he had been raised with, and he said, you know, I'm good. You guys. He was no. about to get in until he saw that. Yeah, and then he decided. And he no. just said, nope. So he didn't. He says that later that day, he was actually driving through town, and he saw like a fireball. I mean, he saw something weird like just smoke and flame, a flash, and he, and he rushed over there in his car to it, and it was his friends. It was his friends. He would have been in the back seat of that car, and his best friend. Passed away. Yeah, because they well, were they got ejected from the car because the they were doing a drag nobody, race and nobody wore seatbelts back then. No, he didn't because that nobody, was in the fifties. Nobody did. I think he said late fifties or something. But he said they were driving and they were they were drag racing. Yeah. How many times have I been? I know when oh, I was young I in I a car, fast drag car, racing, or let's go races. through this stop sign yeah, real quick. Yeah, God fun. really protected me, but not those kids. And if he would have been in the back seat. He would have been killed. So when he drove up to the wreck, all the all the you know the fire, the police, the the ambulance had just gotten there too, and they were all looking for the body. I mean, the, these kids got ejected from the car; it was so bad. And he went to looking for his friend, and he was walking through the grass, and his foot touched, hit a body, and it was his best friend. They got the ambulance, and he died on the way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know. If I had not had these principles in my life to understand that my my grandmother, my mother, my father, my pastor, no. all had said, you are called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are called. Well, and he said that when he got home, he realized he had blood on his hands from his friend. And when he saw that blood, he realized, oh, my goodness, that could have been me. Yeah, he had blood but, on him. But I chose not to do that. His hands, which is Man. just mind-bending yes so he understood because he he understood that he was called divinely selected chosen and appointed he didn't get in that car and it saved his life literally so here's a couple of scriptures this may help you the bible talks about this ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 says this in the new living translation therefore i a prisoner for serving the lord this is paul Paul the apostle paul speaking Mm -hmm beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God gosh man you have a, been divinely selected chosen and appointed by God why wouldn't you want to lead a life worthy of our calling which I mean, means there are wow. principles and core values mm-hmm. that you say I love to say it this way 
when somebody says, what's a core value? I say it's a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's just something that, that cannot be violated. It will not be negotiated. Uh, you're not going to talk me out of it. And I'm going to live by these principles. Exactly. And these principles come from Scripture, come from, especially from Jesus' teachings, from the Apostle Paul. Which is course. why it's so important that we know the Scripture. We've got exactly. to get in the Bible to know the Scripture and, that and live by it. And we have these values and yes. these core values built off of the Scripture so that they, they become for us, the way I say it is, it's, it's like you're on a street. And on that street, there's a curb on the right, a curb on the left, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And uh, and then there's signs all along the way as you're driving. We've noticed something. I mean, you, oh you called it out this morning. We saw yet another head-on collision. Head-on collision in San Antonio, in San Antonio where Antonio. people are dying. And several. Several in the last six months. And then I did a funeral last year of mm-hmm. an EMS driver who was killed in a head-on collision in the middle of the night, like 3 in the morning, as her and her partner were responding to a car wreck, and someone was on the wrong, wrong side, side of, of the road. Hit him head, head on, on. Killed him. Killed her, and I did that funeral, which was heartbreaking. And it was because we're not watching for the signs. Exactly. We're not reading the signs. We're not following the signs. We're not following the rules of the we're road. We're doing the things we want to do without any in the concept of boundaries. Sometimes people see that, that God's like this cosmic killjoy. But what he's trying to do is protect your life. Exactly. There are things that that were commanded in Scripture to be wise about, not to take the fun out of life. It's so that you can live a full life. Yes. And you're not taken out before your time. And mm-hmm. so this idea of being divinely chosen and appointed, selected, is really powerful. To lead a life worthy, worthy of, of your, your calling. calling. So if you've been called, we want to lead a life that's and you worthy know what? of that calling. Everyone has been called. Every person has been called. We just haven't all received that calling, but we've all been called. Yeah, we may not understand exactly what that means, but that's what life is about. It's a journey where you're discovering. When when my brother and I went to Redosa, New Mexico years ago, we hiked up uh, one of the biggest peaks outside of Ruidosa, Sierra Blanca and, and that Apache Bowl, all that area. And as Ski Apache, we, we hiked up to the top of Sierra Blanca in the summer. We thought this wasn't going to be a big deal until we got started. It was brutal, but we had to follow the signposts along the way. And every turn and twist, every new incline and rise and elevation was a discovery. Yes. We discovered beauty. We discovered twists and turns. Then when we got to the very top, we were we got this blessing. We did not. First of all, you could see miles and miles all the way around from the top of the summit. But while we're up there, we heard a rumble, and it was the weirdest sound. I can't even. It's hard to what even was explain. It? it was a herd of elk. Oh my goodness! They ran right past us. Wow! And they they actually ran right in front. I took a couple pictures because reaching for my camera as they were running our way. I took a couple pictures, but we were on the top, and a herd of elk ran by. We made so many amazing discoveries on that journey, and that's what this is about. It's about reading the signposts and discovering along the way these amazing, beautiful things that God has for us. Well, and that's why we get in the Word, but sometimes we get in the Word, but the Word doesn't get in us. Uh, Nailed it. And so, to me, sometimes scriptures, I could read, I've read Jude 1, how many times? Uh, I mean, over and over and over and over. We just did a two-year Bible reading. Mm-hmm. Read through the scripture. But sometimes 
you can hear someone say a scripture and it just comes. It's like a a, a symbol that just goes off in, in, in your ears and you're yeah. just like, oh my goodness, that's what this scripture did for me. Beautiful. And then Ephesians 4, 1, I love it. But oh, then there's Ephesians 1, 11 in the message. This is the message is this Pastor Eugene Peterson who translated yes. scripture into what he would call the common man's language. Which so I love. And it say. says, and this is 1, 11 and 12. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for long before we first hear heard of Christ and God and got our hopes up he had his eye on us i love that long before long before we first heard of Christ got our hopes up he had his eye on us had designs on us for glorious living not living down right. but living up, up in a down world part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. If I was in church, I'd stand up and shout hallelujah hallelujah. because this is one of those scriptures that brings a lot of definition and clarity that God has a purpose for your life. Yes. This is not, you weren't born just just go through life and just keep doing the same thing. There's a purpose. You were allowed to be born in this world for a purpose. And part of that purpose is to make a difference. It's, it's not about leaving a mark for you. It's about leaving a mark for him, him. his glory, his honor. Wait. Is that Chevy? Is he snoring? He's snoring. <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep going. We're boring him. I know. <laughs> we put him to sleep with our excitement. <laughs> this I is what happens this. when we, a lot of times when we read the word of God at night, yeah, it yeah. puts he, us to sleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's he what it just did out. for him. But I love this. Is that God had his eye on us and had designs Designed. for us. He's got a plan for us for glorious living. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and in everyone. God loves people. He loves us that much. So he's he's not, he puts boundaries in, but it's for our own good. Exactly. It's like we put, when we're, we have, when we build schools, we put fences around the school so that children won't go out of those 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 fences, those boundaries, and it's for their own good. Exactly, it's to save their life and preserve their. But life. we think, oh no, God is the killjoy. Yeah, he wants to keep joy. us from having fun. Really, I think I'm having a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I don't have to be out there doing drugs and uh, drag races and all that. The stuff that the world ends up, you know, was or things I was doing when I was young. I, I'm enjoying life right now. I enjoy life when I hear scripture go off and it's like, what? It blows up like a bomb inside of and you. And I can't, I can't you stop get until like I have a, to tell a, you. A dopamine dump or you f- an, an adrenaline mm-hmm. pump when something goes off in you and you go, yes. There's a there's an inner yes that yells out. I so agree with that. That resonates with yes. me. It's like a tuning fork going exactly. off in your chest. Exactly. So the next point, I love this. Not only are we called, we're also Loved. loved. By God the Father. God loves us, but let me say something to you as a listener. You need to hear this today. God loves you. Yes. On your worst day. On your worst day, in your worst moment, in the middle of your worst decision. God still loves you and still wants to call you home. Listen to this. Romans 5.8. Love, love, love this verse. Yes. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. What that says to me is that he wasn't waiting for us to get our act together before exactly. he was willing to give his life. Right. Well, when humanity gets it all figured out and cleaned up, then I'll show up. 
No, he died for us while we were sinners because we needed what his death brought. We needed a savior, yes. New life, new hope, and this idea of being loved, truly loved. Not like the world loves, but how God loves, which is unconditional. Powerful, powerful. Listen to this next verse, 1 John 4, 9. Love this. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son, that's Jesus, into the world that we might live through him. This is love. So here he just lays it out. Yeah. He's being very clear. This is love, and here it is. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Now, you and I have very different stories in that. Mm-hmm. I had a loving father. In fact, I reached out to him yesterday on Father's Day. This is a beautiful response, and, and just I'm so thankful that he's still alive. He's 86 years old. Oh, my now. goodness. I know, and wow. still going strong. He's like the Energizer Bunny. He didn't quit. <laughs> Your situation was different. You didn't have a father. I didn't, and so loved God... You. Deeply, or at least I didn't have an understanding of the love of God, yeah, because I didn't have that understanding of the love of my own father, my own dad. And so, this was a hard one for me for many, many years until I got the revelation that God and my dad are two totally opposite people because God created me, He created me, He loved me from the beginning. He my own father didn't have the love of God in him. I mean, he God loved him, but he didn't understand that. So he never became a Christian until uh, two weeks before his, I think it was two weeks before his death. Yeah. Do, do you think, I mean, for those that are listening, there are people who are listening right now and and they've never had the love of their own of their own earthly mm-hmm. father. And it, do you think that it's easy to use that almost as a template? And then we put that over God. Right. And we say, oh, God's You can't mean. even compare. God doesn't love me because he's right. mean. But, but we're thinking about our, we're projecting about our own it's earthly It's because father. of the word father, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the it word be a father. Bad word for some. And for me, it's it a can good be. word. For me, it was a bad word for others. It was a bad word, but Jesus wasn't. Jesus was a good word. Right. But. God the Father was a hard word for me because Father, I didn't have a good father. Yeah, and so many in our in our culture, our society, have been raised by by horrible fathers. Yes. When I worked in the childcare industry, oh gosh, worked for Butner Children's Home and dealt with kids. Most of the issues were daddy issues, straight yes. up. Yeah, they were they were unwanted, unloved. They were rejected and abandoned. Fathers didn't know how to be fathers the, because they their own fathers were exactly. It, it's, so generational it's just generational. Yes, but the depth of those scars and wounds and cuts were so deep that that sometimes you would almost think apart from God. Mm-hmm. They can't be healed. Right. There needs to be a move of God in their lives, an encounter with exactly. the person of God. And that's what happened with me. Right. Exactly. And I got that revelation that, that God the Father is, is a whole new, different person than my own father. My father was a human. God is divine. Yeah. He's divine. He's not a, God. Jesus was divinely human, but God was human. Was I mean, was, was divine. divine. Period. My father was only human. He yeah. didn't even have the divine yeah. quality until he became a believer. I didn't get to grow up with that. It's sad. When I see and hear of men and women who had amazing godly fathers, 
my heart just drops because I, I only wish that I had a father that loved the Lord Jesus. And it, and it literally meant you had to overcome I did. a lot. It's a lot harder to overcome. Yeah, for me, it was easy to just receive God as my father and go, oh, God's good Yes, all the time. And all the time, God's good. I have, I've never doubted that in my whole existence as a Christian now for a long time. But so for me, that was an easy jump because mm-hmm. I had a good dad. But I also understand just the damage mm-hmm. that can be done and how hard it can be to just say, oh, yeah, God's my daddy. He's my father. He yes. loves me. Some will struggle with that. Some will. Completely That's why Father's Day, you know, was yesterday. Right, right. And it and it and that could have been hard, hard on many. It, it could have for been me, really hard. For me, it's a hard. good day. I didn't even, honestly, this is what's so sad. I didn't think about my dad much when I was thinking about Father's Day I was thinking about you yeah because you're such a good daddy oh and um I say daddy because that's what your daughter calls you <laughs> and I to me it was about you my dad's passed on he's gone on he's gone on to be with now he's with Jesus and now he sees everything oh. all the mysteries have been revealed to him right, he knows right. everything and um so I don't I don't mourn because I didn't have it good with him, so yeah. I, it's it's you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a very different. I'm sad that he lived the life he did here because he could have right. lived such a. You have compassion. Much, yes, not I have contempt. much compassion, but I don't. I, I didn't mourn because I don't mourn what I had. I mourn what I wish I had. Right, that's I get the that. difference. Get that totally. Yeah. Get that. The last thing I love the scripture says, you know that that uh, to those who have been called who are loved by God the Father, and then the last part is kept by Jesus Christ. What an interesting word. Listen to this. Kept, that means held. That means covered. I mean, what a powerful word to be kept by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So in Christ, we're kept. This is our identity. 2 Timothy 1.7, listen to this. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, the ability to think Think well. well. This is what we've been given. He keeps us in this. He holds us in this, this ability to not be uh, uh, impacted by fear, but to live above and beyond fear. So many people have been impacted by fear and live by anxiety. Oh, no doubt. This world has created so much fear, and we as Christians have to keep this scripture this word of God in our heart so that we don't allow fear to take us down. Oh, my gosh. This idea of being kept and covered. I love this scripture. I, well, I want to look up another scripture because I feel like it really fits here. And uh, I'm well, I'm gonna, right. While you're looking no, it you up, I'm going to read I'm, Jude one twenty four because this one kind of, we, we were going through scripture after hearing that message. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Oh, wow. Okay. Love that. He's, he keeps us from stumbling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. What? Okay. So he wow. keeps us from stumbling and he presents us before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. In other words, he doesn't see our faults. Wow. He sees us whole. We are whole and perfected in him. We that. see our faults. Wow. Listen to what the word, I looked up the Greek word while you were talking. That is beautiful. Listen to the what the actual Koine Greek word, it's a word. I've uh, kept. It's a word tereo, tereo. 
And it means this. Yeah, I've kept. It literally means this, to guard, to guard. He guards us to guard from loss or injury properly by keeping the eye upon. He's watching us and guarding us, thus differing from others, which means to prevent escaping or whatever. He keeps his eye on us in a good way, a positive, life-giving way. And it actually implies a fortress or full military lines of, of protection. Wow. Like ha- to have a brigade around you. Wow. Well, we used to live in Abilene, Texas, which is, oh, there's a military, military base there. So town. I'm picturing Ice being in the middle of that military base with military people around I always us. felt safe. We went to a lot of functions on Dias Air Force mm-hmm. Base. And we, it was always like, man, if there's a safe place, it's right, it's right here, here in the middle of all right. this these soldiers and these amazing warriors, it means, uh, this is so powerful. But I love this. He's able to keep us from stumbling. So that is the Holy Spirit in us that, which is what happened with, with, um, coach Mullins, pastor Mullins is that the Holy Spirit in him literally pricked his heart and said, don't yeah. Go in that car. It reminded him of a principle. Yes. Say, no, don't fall into don't that. Don't fall into that. He's like, nope, That I, I have truth inside of me. Am I going to go against that truth, or am I going to, to use that truth to make my decision? And that's exactly Beautiful. what he did. I love that. It, another, some other words, as I'm looking at other words that, uh, that relate to that, one is to preserve. Wow. Christ preserves, preserves us. us. That doesn't mean bad things aren't going to happen to us. I mean, you things happen. We live in a fallen world. Stuff breaks. Wheels fall off. You know, things happen. Mm-hmm. People abandon. People turn on you. Reject Things us, yes. happen. But he preserves us through that. Mm-hmm. The word preserve, it's like this idea of giving you endurance to mm-hmm. endure through. So you don't, you don't succumb to it. You actually preserve right. and, and get through it. So kept, to be kept by Christ means you have now the ability to pr- be preserved through calamity, through hard things. And right. knowing that even if calamity hits, let's just say a tornado comes in because right now we're in tornado alley i mean it's happening everywhere in texas yeah yeah not just texas i I know that if that's how i mean we're all gonna die we're all gonna pass we don't live forever right but i know where i'm gonna go when it happens and there is a time there is a time i mean i think about that i think the older we get the more we think about our mortality so i think about it a lot yeah, yeah i think i brought this up in our last podcast or one of them because I do think about that because we're aging. And as we're aging, I know, you know, we don't have as much time. I mean, we're not going to live to be 130 years old. It would be a miracle. I don't know if I would want to live to be 130. <laughs> I'm thinking not right now. <laughs> no. But the thing is, is we all are appointed to die. And, but dying for a Christian is living for Christ. It's living. We, we know don't, where we're going. We don't, we our flesh dies, but our spirit soars it continues and so you know if we're kept even if calamity came and we died today we're still kept in jesus because we just go to the next place we don't die and it's over so many people believe that it's just all going to be black we're going to die and everything it goes black what What a tragic way to live because they don't know what the word says they do not know the bible 
What I love about this, Annette, also it helps us not only in the future, it helps us live fearless now. Yes. I love the fact that Pastor Steve Berger uh, out of Tennessee, he was our pastor in Nashville when we lived there. What I loved about him, he lived a fearless life. Yes. He still does. He's a fearless individual. Mm-hmm. The reason was is because he lost his 19-year-old son in a terrible, terrible tragedy, car, accident. car accident. I'm sure they were praying he would oh, yeah, they come out of a they coma. All of course. That. But on the other end of it, mm-hmm. it drove him to study about heaven. heaven. And remember, he came out of that with this fearlessness. Like, yes. I'm not afraid. If right. I if I live, I win. If I die, I win. And boy, that'll change your perspective. It does change your perspective. So that you live fearless. Doesn't mean you live foolish. Exactly. You live fearless. Exactly. Which means you're not afraid of preaching the gospel, sharing your faith, helping people understand. You're fearless. Now, his fearlessness has so inspired my life. Mm-hmm. In, it has. In a huge you're, way. You're not even the same person that you were before we attended that church. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, God really used Pastor Steve because... He was kept by Jesus yes. Christ. He got it. There you go. He understood. There you go. Listen, I want to give some shout outs. This is so powerful. Our heart for you that are listening is that you would step into, at least take the first step on the journey towards Jesus Christ. One of the ways you can do that, and we can help you do that, if you'll go to our website, livingupinadownworld.com, you can write us on our website. There's a box there. You can click on it, contact us. We want to hear your story. We want to hear your struggles. And we're here to encourage you, to help you. We'll pray for you and pray with you along the journey. So feel free to write in. Feel free to contact us. Uh, sometimes you just need a listening ear. And we're here. We, we, we would not be doing this podcast just to do it. We're here because we feel like it's for a purpose. And it may be part of that purpose is for you today. And this is resonating in you. And you're thinking, I need to come home. I need to come back to Jesus. So we're here to help. Or you I don't know you. this Jesus you're talking about. Yeah. I help need help. Understand. Help me understand. Yeah, and we can share our heart with you. So do go to our website. You can always, you know, obviously listen to our podcast, but I do a daily devotional on there so that every day you can read that and be encouraged in your faith because that's my heart is to inspire, to encourage, to build up. And you can be encouraged from the scripture and then also just from personal stories. So we're here for you. So go there. Now, we also would always encourage you to listen on Fountain, the app. You can get that app on iOS. You can get it on Android. And you can actually earn Satoshis while you're listening. And uh, But I also want to give some shout-outs of people that have written into us and shared some things with us. So i got to say this. Sir, by his grace, who gave us some sat, so appreciate you loving it forward, this value for value, where you say, you know what, what you're saying is valuable to me, and it's adding value to my life. And so I want to add some value to yours. It's a beautiful exchange, we call it. And I love what Sir, by his grace, says. He says, stoked for y'all. And here's what he's talking about. He's referring to last week we talked about we're going on a sabbatical for eight-plus weeks. I'm doing a digital detox, and we'll still do the podcast because we don't consider this work. We consider this personal. So we'll still do our podcast on a weekly basis. And so he says this, stoked for y'all. Our staff, 
just implemented the sabbatical thing a year or so ago. It was tough for all the pastors because it is tough. We tried to back out, didn't we? Oh, we sure we did. We totally tried to back out, but we got called out by some friends. Because they said, there's no good time. We're like, yeah, it's no not a good time. time. Well, there's no good time. He says it was tough for all the pastors, but very rewarding. No talking about church. But I know y'all will be talking tons and tons about Jesus. Okay, this is funny that you said, I have to say this. I got approached by someone who invited us to an event in July during our sabbatical. We had planned it before the sabbatical. And she she said yesterday, okay, well, we won't pray. We won't ask Jimmy to pray. We won't talk about God. I said, no, 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 no. Praying is not work. We're Christians. We're first. Christians first. Period. Pastors. Just don't talk about what That's happened funny. at church. If the speaker, but I love the heart. Because we're going to have different pastors preach yeah, while we're gone. Yeah. I said, just don't talk about how good or bad they were or how you missed Jimmy. Just, just leave that out. Just let's yeah. just be friends. Let's be friends. Let's just talk so about it's life. It's kind of funny. It's going to be funny. Yes. So and then he ends by saying, "Jesus is the only name to remember." Thank you for your courage. And sir, by his grace, thank you for the sats, but also thank you for sharing just the encouragement there and tell a little bit of your story. And then somebody named Adam Curry. <laughs> All the that? sevens for the seventh year, a little striper boost. I love oh my striper gosh. boost. That's so awesome. Thank you, my friend. Sir, by his grace, also earlier than that said, they're all good. Talking about uh, the podcast, they're all good. This one was fantastic. Is that really, really Which one was that, last week? Uh-huh, last week. Wow. And then, of course, Sir Brian with a wine. See, Sir Brian keeps changing his name. Why is he doing that? It's Sir Brian with an I. So now he's saying with a... With a wine. <laughs> <laughs> Not W-I-N-E, but no, W-H-I-N-E. That's so funny. Uh, he just gave us the big thumbs up. Listen, we so appreciate all of you. We've had other comments I, I wasn't able to access right quick, but so appreciate it. It means more than you know for us to hear from you because our heart is for you. So as we land the plane today, I mean, anything you got on the, on the way out, babe? Oh, man, I'm just, today's been a good day. Very good day. I love getting in the Word with you. It's just iron sharpens iron. It does. I love that scripture out of Proverbs 27. And that's what we do. We start, we're we weird as a couple, right? We, we start are. talking about the Bible. We start talking about sermons and messages. And we get super stoked and fired up. And then we're like hilarious. That's what makes our life fun. That makes it wow. I love you. I love you too. 30 years of wow and counting. That's we're just getting sure. started. I got chill bumps when you said that. Come on, girl. We're just getting started. Love you and love you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>